trying to family contest. That's Hey! It's 15 past the hour, 4 to 5 to the top of the hour. Traffic's looking light on the 407, but wait, that morning traffic will hit about 8 o'clock, and we're going to be spinning the jams for you today. <laughs> hey, guys. It's my favorite thing ever. We're back for number three. Episode three. And it's getting exciting. It's starting to heat up. We're starting to... Here's some chatter, a bunch of chatter boxes out there. Thank you for being fans. Yeah, it's super fun to hear some feedback. And I know your chair is kind of squeaky. I don't know what that's all about, but. All right. <laughs> I just won't move again. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Why are we being so awkward? <laughs> Hi, my name's Molly. And then when I am a little shy, I I know. Why does my voice get so high whenever I get nervous or shy or... I don't know. It's awesome, though. Stressed out. All right. Cool, guys. Well, for this episode, we are going to hit on a couple topics. If you um, participated in the poll that we had out on Instagram, Facebook, thank you. That was really awesome of you. It was awesome. So we had our six-year anniversary last weekend. Seven. Six. Okay. Official six. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. We went out a couple nights. Two in a row. Well, one time was just dinner, lunch, dinner thing with a couple beers. It was fun. And Bowie, Bowie was there. And then Molly got depressed because we didn't do anything more fun. Why was I so sad? I don't, I don't remember. Because you you wanted to have fun is what you said oh and that didn't totally happen to how you want it to happen but that's okay sometimes so then we went out okay. to another brewery and why did you look at me like that because you were like you brewery you like, you, it was like a truck <laughs> stuck in mud like brewery <laughs> so we went to a brewery and had a couple beers and I was sick the whole night. I only had three beers and I was throwing up all night. It was pathetic. You, I like how you got jumped into that before you even gave me a chance. <laughs> you weren't even going to let me tell that story. You were automatically. I had three beers and then I was throwing up in the shower all night. They were hard beers. They were. They were strong. Okay, but I was pregnant for nine months. I don't have a tolerance. I just don't have a tolerance. That's just what it boils down to. It was a fun night, though. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, six years of marriage. So, let's jump into some marriage topics. What yeah, do you so say? We're gonna, we're gonna, what, what were the poll questions? Were any of them about... No, no, no. Okay. Never mind. They're about uh, neighbor, grandparents, or whatever, what you would call that. And then the but one about moving. it was elopement. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's get on to marriage, though. Okay. So, when you were younger, Timothy... What was your what was your idea of what you thought marriage would be or your like the person you would marry when you were younger? Yeah, you know, I think uh, it was more the perfect story 
type thing in my head. Watch oh, and we many... do have the perfect story. Yeah, directed by Quentin Tarantino or something. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I like the white picket fence and, you know, the supermodel wife. Just, you know, picturesque. Yeah. <laughs> Nailing it. How many kids did I you do you think have? I do have a white have... fence and I got a smoke have... show wife. You do have a white fence. How many kids did you think you would have? Three. Three was the number. It made sense to me when I was 15. Mm. So when I was younger, I thought I thought I would marry some like businessman that my dad knew or his friend's kid or something. I just always thought that that would happen and then I would stay in Michigan and You really I, messed that up. I know, and I thought I would have four boys. That's like what I thought. I would adopt babies from Africa. And that was I don't know. Close. I didn't I didn't really have like a picture of what my husband would look like. I just had a kind of a picture of what my life would look like and that was kind of what I painted for myself, I guess. Sorry. I don't know. Total opposite. Well, not opposite, but just way different than what I pictured and yeah. planned for. I would like to meet the person that was like, "This is exactly how I I saw it." I know. And I will punch you. Yeah. You never knew. Yeah, you're you're mean person for saying that so when we met what were your wedding expectations <laughs> what <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i don't jump into stuff like you do. <laughs> so when you opened the door when i first came over what were you picturing as our wedding well when we were like getting more serious like what was your expectation of how we would get married or would we get married like did you think that we would ever get married yeah the second presley was born yeah okay for sure so what did you think our wedding would be like i thought we would have a normal wedding with family there and stuff like the normal thing nothing huge probably do it at like the city beach or something yeah yeah i thought we would have a typical wedding too but we eloped to hawaii and it was honestly the best thing ever just so you know you want to have a wedding at the city beach why you don't do that no is that not a cool thing to do in sandpoint idaho no it probably is a cool thing to do in sandpoint idaho that's why you want to do it (laughs) no the city beach is just the beach oh where everyone goes it's gross gotcha anyway so yeah um i always figured i'd have a normal wedding yeah normal style same and then life happened and we eloped yeah well it made sense because At the time, your family's far away. My family was close by. Well, and then you had family in Arizona, too, that we would want to be there, too. So it was kind of like... Yeah, it wasn't going to work. Just where do you have a wedding, basically? I mean, you could be like, well, you got to be selfish. Like, whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that either. Yeah, people really feel left out. Go so. and experience Hawaii, baby. Super fun. Yeah, it was a blast. You should go. Um, I think everybody should, get, should elope, honestly. I think weddings are overrated. Ooh. I've never had a wedding. Elope. Did you check the poll? Okay, so about I made a eloping. poll. I made a poll on Facebook and Instagram of people's if you, opinions. If you participated in that poll, you are the bee's knees, so as on, Molly's mom would say. On Facebook, thirty-six percent said that they would prefer a typical wedding, and sixty-four percent said they would elope. The times are changing. I wonder if you took that poll um, thirty years ago. 
Yeah, it would be way different. Yeah. Um, and then on Instagram, it's like 50 49% and 51%. So 51% would oh. elope. You have the more conservative people on Instagram? I don't, maybe. Oh. Maybe. This, I think the, uh, I think that makes sense. Honestly. I think it's really 50-50. If I were to ask friends and stuff, I think... Oh, it's super 50-50. I think people would say 50-50. I think people who are in the middle of planning a wedding would absolutely wish they eloped. <laughs> I think wedding planning is just something I don't ever want to do. Yeah. No. No, thank you. And then you get the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Or the dads are supposed to pay for it or something Some like that. Some people actually on my Facebook, one of my friends, Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Um, she said that she would rather do a destination wedding, which I still think is I've kind of that. an elopement. Yeah. I think it's still kind of like, I mean, it's not technically, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if anybody said they wanted to come to Hawaii for a wedding, we would have been like, yeah. Oh, we would We didn't gone. even think to ask, though. I mean. Well. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well. Um, okay. So one month into marriage versus now. Like, how do you think it's different? How do you think that our personalities are different? How do you think that our expectation, expectations, our values, our priorities, all of that, how do you think it differs now versus one month in, six I, years later? I wonder how the question would be to someone that didn't have kids through. That's true. Like, would be, like if we didn't have any kids, what, what we would say? Because right now, um, from that first month, I feel... Um, it was just a lot, I mean, still figuring out, going above and beyond, doing nice things, accepting the oopsies. Yeah. Um, like, you know, drinking and then sleeping in all night or spending too much money or right. the oopsies, you know, that would cause an issue for getting appointments, that sort of thing. Um, now, you know, I feel like we have... It's definitely not a well-oiled machine, but it's more of a machine than what it was. Right. Like, it was just parts before, and now it's, like, at least a functioning machine that's kind of cruising to the destination. So, there's more expectations now, for sure. I agree. I, w- I would say. Yeah, I agree. I think that our stress levels are different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that... Different in areas, the, for sure. In the beginning, it was more like what are we going to do? We're so young. And now it's more like we have six children. I don't know. It's just different. For me, it was a big part of like um, how outside would think like, oh, you know, I got to do this for your dad. Right. How he's going to view me or for your mom, how she's going to view me for your family, how they're going to view me. Now I don't care. And I do it for how I'm going to get this family to the next level. Right. Like I didn't have that thought back then, though. Even for a while, it was, I'm doing things to show your family that I'm trying to get stuff done. Yeah. But now I'm doing it for our family. Yeah, that you're a good guy. Like, you had to prove yourself, I feel like, in the beginning a little bit more than, than now. Or at least tried to. That was my thought. Right. Now it's more like, Tim's not, not going anywhere. Like, my family has no worry about you. But I think that our priorities are pretty much the same. I don't think that those have really changed a whole lot. I think that we're both very family oriented and we have been and yeah. our kids oh, have yeah. always been super important. Yeah. Um, we, we, neither of us had like these super crazy hobbies or interests. 
right now the family has kind of made you move away from that you have resentment yeah about we don't really have that yeah um what's your biggest pet peeve about me (laughs) you know i was thinking about this before like if i wanted to ever um i don't know tell stories for a living type thing and it was like that you are a um get it done now or never yes person oh absolutely and then of course i would try to rift on that you know it's it's uh it's like hey molly can you do this and like it doesn't get done so it's hey can you do this it doesn't get done hey can you do this doesn't get done then it's like hey can you do this and then it's like all right (laughs) and then it gets done it's so true (laughs) or if it's important to you it'll get done that second Oh, for sure. And it's not like, oh, this is something I got to do in a couple days. I can't no, compartmentalize anything. No, it's now or anything never. at all. Yeah. I don't think there's a single thing that I can compartmentalize in my life. It's very like now or never. You're so true. You're so right. Thank you. Um, I I would say that's, that's, I mean, and you hate cleaning. I hate cleaning. So I do. Someone has to do it, though. Someone has to do it. You're right. But I think it's just hard because my mom, God bless her soul, clean like did everything for me as a child. And then I had six kids and I was like, well, it's not going to be clean again for another 18 years. So what's the point in trying? That's just. Yeah. I know. Maybe it's a little bad. Effort, though. It's and that, that's that's maybe also it. It's like a 100% or effort never. or zero exactly. effort. The now and never 100% or You're zero. You're nailing it, babe. You're nailing it. Um, so let's talk about my biggest pet peeve. So let me paint a picture. All right. So what's the next? Timothy James. He is really bad at buying clothes. And I mean anything. Underwear. It's true. T-shirts. Pants. Shoes. Become a thing now. It's become a thing in our marriage. Not like a thing thing, but like. No. He just complains about it. So he'll come home with brand new shoes and he'll be like, these were awesome in the store. Like, I finally found the pair for me. <laughs> and then like, two hours later, he comes he comes upstairs and he's like, you know, they're just rubbing on my little toe the wrong way. I think I got to take them back. Slightly. Slightly. Just a little bit. Like, I, I don't think I can handle that. For- and the new shoes I got now, I'm like, okay, I can wear these with thin socks. But what if all my thin socks are dirty? And I only have thick socks. And so I put thick socks on and try to wear them. It's like, this isn't going to work because they're just eensy bit too small. And it's fine that he can't figure it out for himself, but he complains about it. He'll talk it to death for for like an hour straight. He just can't handle it. And thank God for the universe for stepping in, for giving you your shirts at the Spokane Club, the the dress shirt. Yeah, I stole it. Because those would still be an issue, but you finally found you found those. I didn't steal it. It was in Lost and Found for way too long, so I tried it on, and guess what? It fit like a glove. It's like the perfect thing ever. Yeah, and so I so, bought. Yeah. I have like ten of them now in the closet. Yeah, we haven't it's figured great. out the shoes. I don't even have to think about it. Haven't figured out the pants. Haven't figured out pretty much anything else. The pants. But if I almost pants. Almost. Almost. But it's not a thing that he can't figure it out. It's a thing that he, my pet peeve is that he talks it to death. And it's also, and I, can't I, choose, handle it. I can't buy expensive stuff. 
Yes. So which probably makes it worse. So I have to buy the cheap stuff, which cheap stuff never fits that great. Right. So it's a battle of finding the cheap well, stuff your, that also fits. Your shirts, your Nordstrom shirts are pretty expensive. I, I mean, you don't buy, buy them. them expensive. You buy them on sale, right? I think a nice dress shirt that's going to last me five years for <laughs> thirty-five bucks. That's a steal, ladies and gentlemen. That's a steal. I'll buy that every day. So where do you see us in ten years? In a different house. Yeah. Hopefully in Colorado. Hopefully in Colorado. Uh, we'll see. In 10 years, um, I honestly feel like things will feel relaxed more. Yeah. Um, although we'll have teenagers and... But we hear about that with babies, too. Is like, you know, oh, yeah, babies. Like, it's crazy. Right. And teenagers, I already know. they're. I, I know it's crazy. But hopefully it's on a more relatable level to where I can at least talk to someone. And it's not just like... Screaming and crying, crying in your face. Crying and screaming in your goddamn face all the time. Right. You know, maybe a couple slam doors and feelings that I have to make up and make them feel better, which I love doing that anyway. It's like mm-hmm. just soothing them after they've been pissed off at you. Yeah. Um, in 10 years, I see us parenting more than six people, six kids. I feel like we're going to like... No, I feel like we're going to be like the parents that have exchange students or the parents that go to like the gay parades and like, I don't know. Foster gay people? Yeah. You can't just. You can't. Wait, you're just going to foster gay people? Well, you just like hold up the signs that say like free mom hugs and free free dad hugs. Oh. And like. Yeah, at a parade, I'll do that. You can't come home. Well, yeah, but I just feel like we're going to parent. Have that many pancakes I can just make up in the morning. I just feel like we're going to parent more than six. Not maybe legally, but like we're going to have a little tribe of kids that is bigger than six kids. You're trying to steal people, I Molly. Am. This is illegal. <laughs> I'm trying to mother everyone. Oh, my gosh. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. She's coming out <laughs> here. She's snatching up everybody. You're funny. Um, so the other thing that I posted on my Instagram and Facebook was what people refer to a neighbor that is an older couple who kind of like take you under their wing, watch your kids, bring you food, help you with whatever and whenever you need it. Um, like what would you call those type of people? And a lot of people said that they would call them a godsend or angels. Or- Which is super nice. Yeah, I that's a very nice compliment to those people. But we call them... We're looking for like a nickname. Yeah. And maybe you should put nickname. I know. I didn't, I Some, didn't say that. Something clever because what we have right now isn't clever and I'm not super sold on it, um, but it's still a good one. So it's... Our, grand, or our marriage grandparents. Our marriage grandparents. And when I said that to my mom, she's like, who the hell are these people? Like our marriage grandparents. They live next door. Yeah, they're not our real grandparents. They're our marriage grandparents. They're our family grandparents, I guess. Yeah, so they've made us food. They're there to talk with us. Um, They'll take our kids for like an hour to watch a movie in the basement or something like that. Like, just grandparent kind of stuff, really. Yeah, because we, we live far away from our families. I mean, Tim's dad lives with us, but... I mean, for the most part, our friends and family are in opposite directions of Colorado. So it's, I think with moving as much as we have, it's kind of forced us to accept p- 
people into our lives and people who really want to be in our lives and who open that little door a little bit and we've had it several times yeah Yeah, in california we had amber's parents right who were amazing yep um and so here we have we have zahid and selena and they've been they're from Bangladesh and they make amazing food. I mean, like, yeah, I eat so much great. Food. And they adore our children, adore yeah, them. But it's, it's a great um, relationship we have with them. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. And so I don't know with moving so much. I think you just so hit Molly of... back on Instagram or Facebook with a nickname that you would come up with um, for that neighbor that acts like the grandparent. Yeah. Or that provides that 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 uh not need but that relationship as the grandparent if your grandparent isn't around for them or you type thing you know what i'm getting at right shut up right what do we got um and i don't know just moving oh yeah we so another thing um that's reoccurring in our life in our marriage in our marriage is moving Um, And so we had the other question drawn up because I'm super cheap um, and I don't trust people. So when we move, I'll pack the stuff like a champ and um, that's how we choose to do. That's how I choose to do it. So the question I asked was, would you rather hire movers or would you rather pack your own U-Haul? Pack your own shit, brother. So let's see. On Instagram. Um, what do we got? What's the results? Instagram is 49% would hire what? movers. And Dang. 51% would pack their own U-Haul. 51. What's up? All right. And then on Facebook, let's see. On Facebook, 65% would hire movers and 35% would pack their own U-Haul. And that has 256 votes. See, I, you know what? This, I think... The conservative group is on Instagram. They are. They're on Instagram. You got these wildlings on Facebook just ruining everything, man. If you're on Facebook, delete that account right now. Make Grow Instagram. Up. Put on get it get your life on Instagram, baby. I think it's interesting that fifty it's like fifty fifty on Instagram. So for me, I liked hiring or doing the u-haul because i wanted oh, when my those stuff. guys showed up at our house started unloading stuff were super awkward oh in boise yeah and then we well, didn't even get all of our stuff okay but you have to give Your a backstory so when i moved to boise my family paid for um movers to send a bunch of my stuff from my old house to idaho and it took like two months for these people to show up it was yeah we awful. lived in a house with no- nothing which at the time I was like, man, this sucks because I think I should be putting something into this house and I'm not. Right. Right. Um, so that sucked because they showed up. Yeah, it was so awkward. Then we were missing three boxes, I think it was, and they had no clue what happened to them. And we them. couldn't do anything about they had it. a huge truck full of shit still. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you're pretty much our first stop. Um yeah. We'll let you know if there's anything left. Right. And there was nothing left. Because obviously people are probably just going to take whatever they can find. Anyways, so it was aw- awful and awkward. And uh, so when we moved, we've moved from Boise 
up to northern Idaho. We mm-hmm. moved from Idaho to California, and we moved from California to Colorado. We've, and al- we've also moved from Idaho to another Idaho, and to Idaho to Spokane. Well, and I was doing Spokane the big moves. To Spokane Valley. I was doing the big moves. So Boise to North Idaho. These are all moves. I know. But okay, then all right. Idaho or Washington to California. The big California. moves where you would hire someone. Yeah. So we did a U-Haul because we wanted our stuff close. We didn't want people to take some of our stuff and lose some of our stuff. And so that's why we chose the U-Haul. Plus Tim is cheap and movers cost money. Smart, you mean. And... I mean, road at the end trip, of the day, it was awesome. It was. It really was. The road trips were really fun. The move to California sucked. It was, that was the most stressful was. bullshit I've ever been through. Yeah. Um, it was tough. We probably made it more stressful than it had to be, but I think it was just, I, was, I wasn't I was into it. I was scared shitless. You were leaving your family for the first time. For fucking the ghetto California. It wasn't even the ghetto. It was nice. But that's, all California is the ghetto to me. Yeah, and, uh, so it was hard for you. It all scares me. For me, it wasn't hard because I, I had moved from Michigan to Idaho, and I had done big moves before that, so for yeah, me... You were stoked to get out. I was, like, so happy to go to California. <laughs> yeah, and then moving to Colorado was just a blast for me. I was just excited to get more to the country. And so we brought a U-Haul. Yeah. His dad drove our U-Haul for us. Your brother drove your truck, and then you drove the van with me and the kids. And we just made it a, a really fun road trip. Yeah, it was a blast. Um, but I get why people would want to hire movers. I mean, I I'm understand it. I understand why people would want to to pay the extra money for that. Um, but for for me, it was more like the dogs are walking through. <laughs> for me, it was more like I just want my stuff close by. I want to know exactly where it is. I don't want you to tell me that it's coming on the 5th and it shows up on the 7th. Um, I don't know. I just, I like really liked the idea of knowing exactly where it was at all times. And that just made me feel a lot better. Plus you pack your stuff with care. Yeah, that's another part of it. And you know, it's all going to get to where you're going when you're there. It's the best. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll come pack your stuff. You moving? I'm pretty good at it. Really good at it. Really good at the Tetris of packing. It's yeah, crazy. There's not even oxygen left in. It's like a vacuum sealed U-Haul. We moved so from California to Colorado in a 16 foot U-Haul. You guys, a 16 foot U-Haul. That well, we is lived tiny. In, we lived in a small house, so it made in sense. In California? Oh, from Spokane to California. I mean, no, from Cal- yeah, from California to Colorado. We lived in a big house. That should have never happened. It should never have been a should, 16 foot. Should have upgraded to the diesel 22, <laughs> yes. I think it is. But we were cheap. We didn't want to spend extra money. No, Six not going to happen. Instead, <laughs> you just get rid of some of the shit at the very end of the U haul. I know. To some pack of the it importance. was so sad. I mean, it was like of. a fan and. A side table for our bedroom. You don't have like a little end table. <laughs> matching. That's so dumb. I could have easily fit it somewhere. I don't know what happened there. I got weary, road weary at the end. Yeah. I was super tired because we were leaving at early in the morning and the U-Haul's really snug and I got a couple more things left. I'm just like, fuck, throw it away. Yeah. Who needs that shit? You can buy it again. Yeah. But we never have bought it again and I miss it now. I know. Sad. Oh, well. Um, so I guess for the listeners, what is your biggest advice as far as marriage goes? 
marriage advice on a podcast? What the hell is the matter with you? Yeah. Just real quick. Like, off the top of your Do head. Do you really want advice from people? Yeah. Are you asking for people's advice or for my no, advice? For your, if you were to tell somebody who just got married, what would you... A brand new married couple. Haven't had kids yet. What's your advice? Oh, my gosh. I don't give advice on marriage. Are you kidding me? Oh. Um, you got nothing? Be nice. <laughs> don't wrap the birthday presents in Christmas wrapping paper. Yeah. It's starting to thunder and lightning out. It's pretty cool. Uh, I would say, you know, I just have a a different outlook. You know, I'm not a... uh, A, B, and C guy? Yeah, I don't know. I do my own thing. Um, When I talk to other guys, you know, I I don't have that, hey, look at that lady thing. Um, So I, for fellas, I would just be like, hey, just try to get simmer down on the look at every single girl but your wife (laughs) yeah there's your advice buddy my advice for girls would be to just don't be so dramatic don't you're gonna you're gonna have some what do they call it clap back yeah girl you're dramatic i see this stuff you be posting drama queen telling everybody not to be drama damn Mm-hmm. Just save the drama for your mama, not for your husband. I think drama causes issues. That's my advice. Yeah, no, that's a good point. The uh, drama shit is crazy. And then talk, don't post. Oh, that's a good one. Mm Because when we first got together, I was a poster. I was a poster of my feelings and my emotions. Feeling sad today, and then I'm on looking at it, and I'd look over and be like, you didn't tell me you're feeling sad today. What yeah. the hell is going on? Oh, that's so true. Nothing. Well, you just post it out to everybody else. Right. And then we grew up. We grew up. And you grow up. You do grow up. You live and Kids learn. Help. Kids help you grow up for sure. Yeah, they do. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah. Good stuff. I think we're going to wrap this number three edition up. Thanks for uh, listening, guys. Thanks for joining us. We uh, We love you. We do love you. We appreciate the support, and we have fun doing this. I hope it's fun to listen to for you guys. Quarter till, 15 to the top of the hour. (laughs) We appreciate you. You're hearing it here. This is the crazy man. Tried and true family. Ooh. Later, guys. Bye.